one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Talksport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, or Andrew, as my mum refers to me when I haven't done my... Andrew, what's all this mess in your bedroom? I don't live at home. I left about a week. Anyway, let's begin with the breakfast show and the new Monday TalkSport breakfast show host, Troy Deeney, praise Marcus Rashford for the great work he's done to get free school meals for children. I'm from that environment, obviously... Free school meals was, was a, a massive part of what got me, my brothers and sisters through school um, up until an age where, you know, you start looking after yourself. Um, for me, that was like 13, 14, but certainly had to rely on, you know, on, on help. And you, and you do. We all need help in some, in some capacity. I think more importantly, when you look at the new generation of, of a footballer now that's coming, coming through, you got... Highlight Sterling and, and Rashford, but there's there's so many more now. So many people used to tarnish footballers with, still do to an extent. They're they're selfish, they're stupid, they're overpaid, and all of these different things. It's finally nice to see people going. Actually, look at the human being behind that footballer. We've all got emotions. We all make mistakes. We all have had you know real great great times. But I just think when you look at the the way that this is all going now. Marcus has pushed the envelope to the point where the government are going to have to do something. And that is the most powerful thing I think you can see nowadays, that your your social media following, your your presence and your actions can actually now dictate to what the government has to do. And, you know, tip my hat to him. Um, you know, as you say, everyone at TalkSport here is, is right behind him and anything that we all can do to help, I'm sure we will in our own capacity. But just to think that he's 22 and he's still, m- most importantly, because I remember when it was like Beckham used to say his, his eyes off the ball and things like that. He's still delivering. Now, Lewis Hamilton won his 92nd F1 race in Portugal on Sunday to become the driver with the most race wins in history. Wow, I didn't even know that. His dad, Anthony Hamilton, not to be confused with the snooker player by the same name, joined Wyatt and Jordan and talked about the journey his son has been on since he was a kid. I'm speaking as a parent of a young kid. You know, I mean, back in 92, 93... We had nothing. We lived in a council house that we were able to buy because Margaret Thatcher changed the laws. I was working the railway. You know, we were just an ordinary family struggling to survive. And the British way of life meant that opportunities were open to everybody to succeed in life. And I wanted to make sure that my son had a better life than I had and wanted to make sure that he grew up a decent man. So we ventured out 
on the belief that Britain provides you with these opportunities to improve your life. And that's exactly what we did, improve our lives by working hard. That's what, you know, we're encouraged to do. We want to make sure that our kids succeed and become better human beings than we do. And so as far as I'm concerned, I'm extremely proud that my son turned out to be a better man than I ever could have been and that he's decent, successful, very charitable, very giving. And to a degree, I think that the UK have missed the trick if they don't want to recognise Lewis because at the end of the day, you know, the encouragement is for people to better their lives and to be decent people. We've done that and I don't think we can do any more. Now, so Jackie Stewart joined TalkSport's Breakfast Show and said despite Hamilton's achievement, it's impossible to know who the best F1 driver of all time is. Although it's probably going to be Lewis Hamilton because he's won the most. I mean, it's quite obvious, really, isn't it? You can only be the best of your time because the number of races that were held are different on these different eras and so forth. But Lewis right now is totally dominating. And it's you're right, the, your observations at the beginning of your your conversation there... How do you judge the greatest of all time? You know, uh, was Pele better than the best football player today? Was was Red Rod Laver better than than uh, yeah. than the top tennis player today? Uh, you can't do that. You can only be the best of your time, and Lewis is the best of his time, and he, he should really be very proud of that. Back now to Wyatt and Jordan and the Charlton boss, Lee Bowyer, spoke about the club's takeover and how it never felt right for him to leave. It was really, really tough. Our, our backs were against the wall. Even from, from day one when we got into the championship, it was it was hard. Like with The budget we had to work with, it was near on impossible to try and compete in that division. You know, it was hard. But once we got to that December and, and everything started to go wrong and putting under embargoes in that January, then it became impossible at times. But I had to stay around Jim because... As people keep telling me, if I'd have walked away, then the club would have been in big trouble. But the most important thing, I stayed, and, and now we can start building. Look at the positive side of it. I, I couldn't have walked away because it wouldn't have ended well, I don't think. And staying with White and Jordan, blimey, they sort of got a monopoly of this podcast. Anyway, Simon Jordan, Katie Price's ex-husband, and the former Middlesbrough and West Ham midfielder Gary O'Neill discussed why we've not seen much of Donny van der Beek yet for Manchester United. But everyone calm down, he's only been there about five minutes. When you spend that sort of money and he was highly regarded, you know, he, he was linked to be going to Real Madrid. So the fact that they then go back and you have people like Juan Mata, who is obviously a, a fantastic player and has been a fantastic player. He's now playing in there as well. You have McTominay. It's a difficult one to understand. Whether Solskjaer feels like he's taking a little bit longer to adapt and adjust and he's giving him some time in training and giving him some time to get used to the demands of, of English football, mm. possibly. But it's a struggle to get your head around how well, someone of that level doesn't play at all. Man United won that game on Thursday against PSG. Did we hear any mention of him? So it becomes a mention when Manchester United aren't playing particularly well. Because the game stank to high heaven, right? Mm. It was a snooze fest beyond all snooze fests, right? And you look at it and say, okay, we look at whatever football fans, football people always look at whatever you haven't got in that side or whatever you haven't got in your team as to the reasons why you're unsuccessful. Would, would, would it have made a great deal of difference in that particular game? I suspect it possibly may not have done. On one hand, we've got Ed Woodward who's got no football now whatsoever. Couldn't recognise a bargain in a bargain shop, right? But now he's out there buying players for people that they don't want. I don't see that view. 
Now, Marseille against Man City in the Champions League is live on TalkSport from 8pm tonight. And of course, me and the fun boy will take calls on the back of that game from 10pm on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar. But ahead of the game, Ian Abrahams asked Riyad Mahrez about the importance of Kevin De Bruyne in the side. You were talking about how Sergio Aguero is important to you. What about Kevin De Bruyne, who obviously came back on the bench at West Ham at the weekend? Just explain how important he is to you. He's one of the best players in the world, isn't he? Uh, of course, he's one of the best and he's always very good when he's with us. So it's a bit, we are better when he's with us and when Sergio is with us as well. Would you accept that Manchester City are the favourites given the strength of the Premier League compared to Ligue 1? No, not at all. It's going to be, like I said, the Champions League games, there's, a, there's no favourite, even in, in the papers. We can be favourite, but we have to show it on the pitch. So it's going to be difficult. There's no, there's no favourite. The Moose also spoke with Jurgen Klopp and Alisson ahead of Liverpool's Champions League game against Midtjylland tonight. They're really good and um, the 4-0 against um, Atlanta was not a 4-0. It was a 4-0 because that's the result, but it didn't look like this kind of game. Um, they were really in the game. Possession, it was pretty level. Both teams, the football playing side, different ideas. Depends to what the opponent is. So they are flexible as well. So it's a challenge. It's a real challenge um, and uh, we have to be ready for it. Um, and that's what we try to be. They're owned by the people that own Brentford as well. So they're, sort of, they're all sort of modelled together, aren't they, really? In my break, I was interested to, to, to go there for a while, Midtjylland or Brentford, um, just to, to have a look what they do exactly. So, um, But then I signed for Liverpool, so I couldn't do that. We know our quality, we, we know our goals, we have big goals for the, for the season, but you have to focus um, on the next challenge that you have in front of you. As a group stage you think uh, in points and everything, but uh, for now we just have to be focused on our, on our opponent and uh, prepare the game, prepare the match the best way as we can to, to do a good game and to get the three points. Now, speaking to the Six Nations preview show on TalkSport 2, both England head coach Eddie Jones and the former England flanker James Haskell played down the importance of Sunday's cancelled Barbarians match for England's preparations. Just accepted it and, and I quickly just went up to my room and worked out a plan B. I didn't get involved in the emotion of, of what happened, did a plan B, then got our logistics manager and Charlotte and uh, our captain, Owen, up. And we quickly had a plan in place about an hour after the postponement of the game. And we're on to the next thing, mate. Uh, we're, we're pretty good at these things. You know, we had the same situation with the typhoon in, in Japan. Um, so we moved on. Um, this time it was just a bit of a different typhoon. Look at every other Six Nations Autumn International, you never get your match time together. So it's, it's a bit of a nonsense anyway. People, I saw that today. People are going, oh, you've cost, you know, you've cost England the opportunity of the Six Nations. Look. The fact of the matter is, the people who should be disappointed with this game, uh, uh, you know, taking all the financial and all the kind of other stuff out of it, is the young players who aren't going to ever play in the Six Nations who are going to get this opportunity, and they're not going to get it. And you know, any chance you get to play against the Barbarians, put on a white shirt, um, is a very special occasion. But actually, in the way Eddie trains, every uh, you know, every session is calculated to raise intensity, to be match intensity, and train over match intensity. Those guys will be 100% prepared. You know, when have we ever first started the Six Nations? And gone, God, I wish they had some more game time. Nobody cares. It won't make any difference. 
Now, Monday's TalkSport Drive show came from Bishop Stortford, ahead of their FA Cup fourth-round qualifying tie with St Albans. 600 people will be in the ground, but if the tie was the other way around, no one would be in the ground. Nope, me neither. Both club chairman Steve Smith and Lawrence Levy are in agreement that fans should be allowed back into grounds. I'm bemused by it, really. I just, um, the world we're living in at the moment, I think, um, yeah, we can have 600 fans. You say St Albans come here, can't have any. If we'd have drew St Albans away tonight, it would have been behind closed doors. So they're streaming it at their clubhouse tonight. It's sad, really. I think that they, you know, that they can't bring people here tonight to watch their team play. But you've got to respect the guidelines of what the government have put in place. We're thankful that we can have 600 people here tonight. One of the things that we did is we went through a whole process to make the ground COVID secure. We've uh, stenciled pairs of feet all the way around the terracing, uh, a metre apart, so that we can actually create a COVID secure environment. And it seems crazy that we can allow people into a hall to watch the games on a screen, but we can't have them outside. So it's madness. And it's really affecting some of our fans as well, who are missing the engagement they've got with the players. And there was more live Premier League football on TalkSport 2 last night as Brighton hosted West Brom. Lalana shot blocked by Ajay. Lamptey across the face. Oh, Oh, it's in the net with an own goal. Lamptey will claim it, but it was put in the net by a combination of Ivanovic and Furlong. And Brighton finally, finally go ahead. Pull into the area. Might drop for Carlin Grant. Carlin Grant equalises for West Bromwich Albion. And Slavovic runs into the stand in delight. The ball broke for Carlin Grant. Robinson's cross made it way into Grant's path. He took one touch to set himself and fired it straight down the middle. And the full-time whistle goes, and it's one apiece at full-time at the Amex Stadium. So Brighton still don't have a home win this season. West Brom still don't have a win of any kind this season, and they will have to make do, the pair of them, with a share of the spoils. It was Brighton's first half. There were chances at either end for both sides to win it, but they have to make do with a point of Peace. Brighton have Albion one, West Bromwich Albion one. Slavin, another five or ten minutes. If that game had run on, that that was yours for the taking, wasn't it? I agree with you. I had that feeling, you know. I had that feeling that 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 we were there. Uh, I wouldn't say they were there to be taken, you know. But we were we were on it. Mm. We were good. We were creating chances. We were there. They. I don't remember their chances uh, or situations in the second half. We were growing up. We got a confidence. We 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 were stretching them. We were playing those good balls in the pockets. We were dominant and we were good. We had a couple of great chances from outside the box with Pereira. He's got a great left foot and he was just a little bit... I can't blame him. He was a little bit... He was only unlucky not to score that goal. Mm. And But then we scored and then uh, I agree with you. If it was... I had a feeling if it was another 10 minutes that... that, uh, that uh, let's say we would fancy another 10 minutes. And that's nearly the end of the podcast, but of course it's not actually the end of the podcast because we haven't had the best bits of my show, which is arguably the best show on national radio. That's Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Hello, Nathan. Well, when Jose was the manager of Chelsea, yep. what do you say about Jose then? Can't remember, is that long ago? When, what do you mean it's not that long ago? Are you talking about when he left Chelsea in 2015? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a busted. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he lost the dressing room completely. Is he completely. finished now? Is he finished now? I, yeah, I still, it? I still think he won't win the title. Yeah. What's he got? Well, I said, look, I tell you what, I tell you what. I don't what's know, he got? What's he got? What's he got? What's he got? What do you mean? What's he got? Don't shout at Nathan. What's, what's he, he got? got? What's he got? What do you mean? What's, what's he got? He got? Huh? What's he got? What? Tell me what's he got? Tell him what's he got? What, what do you mean? What's he got? Tell him. What, what do you mean? What's he got? 
What's he got? You've got an idea of how we can um, make what's he got into a brand new feature of the show. So what happens now? I, I say what's he got? Any you question, I say yes or no, and then... And then All right, and then, why don't I play it with Billy? So we okay. take it in turns. Billy's okay. coming to yeah, do his, you his both stats. playing what's he got. Okay. okay. Billy, do you want to go first? Yeah, I, so you've got to ask Jason a question. I went down to the local sh- supermarket. Right. Okay, I've been okay. there. I'm cooking something tonight, so he gives you a clue. Right, so Billy, okay. what's he got? What have got? So not what have I got. Yeah. What's he got? What's he got? And you just guess. Yeah, you've got to ask questions, yeah. and I'll go... Yes or no, and then you go, what's he got? All right. All right. I still don't get it. <laughs> you, sorry, you don't get the rules of what's he got? <laughs> it's the most simple game. It's idiot proof, this one, I thought. I don't Ask me a question about the item Jason's in my shopping bag. something for And you've got to say, tonight. yeah, for example, can you cook it? Right. right? Okay. okay. All right. And, I'm, uh, and when, you, when he says don't no. Say, right? Don't say, can you cook it? All right. <laughs> okay, I think it's All right. What's he got? Right. Um, so, is it soft? Yes. <laughs> Does he stay with me? I don't know. Right, it stays with me. So again, Billy asked me because it's still me. What has he got? What's he got? Um, (laughs) Right, good game. (laughs) (laughs) Can you cook it? (laughs) You're doing well at this. Yes, Billy, you got to ask me again. What's he got? Right, um, (laughs) a potato. Right, Billy, you're going. What's he got? Can't ask questions about it. Try and work it out. What's he got? It's soft and you can cook it. What's he got? Uh, is it round? No. That's what you got. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm getting it together. I'm trying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get it together. Get it together. What's he got? <laughs> oh, no, please. What's he got? No. Right. Is it a turnip? <laughs> no. What's he got? I'm happy to take this to half 11. Forget your stats. Come on. Yeah, this is, is instead it, of stats tonight. Go on. Is it parsnip? <laughs> no, right. Uh, is it meat? Yes. Excellent. So I've won. What's it got? No, you've got to work out what meat is. Uh, is it chicken? <laughs> no? No. What's he got? Is it beef? Yeah! Yay! <laughs> I love what's he got. I love what's he got. Now, genuinely, before I let you go, let me tell you about some live football tonight. You can hear on TalkSport, Marseille against Man City in the Champions League from 8pm live commentary of that. And over on TalkSport 2 at 7.45, you can hear live commentary of Swansea against Stoke in the Championship. That's it for another podcasty thing. I'm back tonight on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar from 10pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing tomorrow morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium. <laughs> 